Welcome to You Can Smooch Though, the podcast where we talk all things boys love and other related items. I am your host, Lullaby, aka Danny. Freddy Krueger is my favorite slasher movie villain. <laughs> we, will, we will be talking about series in depth, so there will be spoilers in this podcast, and you have been warned. Today, my guest is... Hi, I'm Sue. I also go by Rotten Core Cosplay, Rotten Core Arts, and yeah. So Sue is actually a member of the Love Live dance cover group that I am in. And yeah, and actually we have not met in person yet. We have. (laughs) Yeah, as of recording this video, we have not yet met in person, but um, we have bonded pretty quickly uh, online. So I think that's good. This is our like first like long period of mingling (laughs) yeah this is actually our first time talking like on voice like voice related call so yeah so actually this is this is a really good introduction like overall for everybody together (laughs) tell the people out there a little bit about yourself sue so i'm a car uh cosplayer artist i'm currently studying graphic design in grad school I've been cosplaying since summer of 2011, and my first con was Anime Expo, but I go to way too many cons until COVID happened, of course, and then now I'm part of Epicotica, and I'm part of two May Cafes, it's Dreamland May Cafe and Made Academy Cafe, mm-hmm. and that's all I can think about right on top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot, it's a lot, I yeah. mean, it's a good, it's a good uh, feeler, taster, tester, yeah. you know. We are in the getting to know each other phase, so we are. Uh, this is again a good a good episode introduction for everything. Let me ask. Tell me a little bit about your personal history with boys love media. <laughs> uh, my experience. Okay, so my first time stumbling across BL, I think, is a pretty common story. I, I feel like for at least our generation, and like discovering it way too early oh yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I talk about that a lot on this podcast <laughs> um, I, I still distinctly remember the first one I found was a doujinshi of prince of tennis it was Tezuka and oh, Fuji yes yeah I yes was trying to look for the manga and I was like yeah the art looks slightly different on this one yeah and <laughs> this doesn't look it, official it just kept going. <laughs> yeah. this looks a little different <laughs> it kept going and now I read like a pretty vast uh, range in style, type, genre. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't only stick to the BL, but I definitely do stick a lot to a lot of 18 plus. <laughs> You're like a, the, definitely the uh, the adult stuff. <laughs> but, uh, but like, I'm I'm not biased. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's I'm not biased. And I, I know some of the stuff I've read is definitely questionable oh for sure yeah so um i (laughs) the recurring theme on this podcast is that me i read like everything so nobody has to suffer uh but i do so (laughs) so that is that is the theme on this podcast um i'm afraid of very little but there are times i have to be like ooh gotta go uh you gotta, know smell the flowers a little bit <laughs> i was like gotta gotta lay down and yeah, cry think, maybe <laughs> like, recently i like logged back into lesson just to like see like oh like what's new on there 
Mm-hmm. I, I didn't realize I started doing like short series ones. <laughs> uh huh. So yeah, I, yeah. I like immediately, I think like paid for like three different ones. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that like stuck with me the most was Hit Me. <laughs> okay so um we're gonna start here so (laughs) we're gonna start here i actually had seen a lot of like um (laughs) scanlation groups um Mm -hmm. talk about it Mm -hmm. and um usually i wouldn't i wouldn't mention that but um it it had been going around a lot so i i tried to like look into it and uh, (laughs) and, you know again i'm not really afraid of like things people would probably consider problematic yeah i'm not really (laughs) yeah i'm not really afraid of it because um again another recurring theme in this podcast is that uh to me fiction is fiction it's how you um it's how the fiction yeah it's how the fiction is presented and it's how you take in the fiction and and put that fiction into reality right so um in fiction anything goes in real life, not the case. No. <laughs> so <laughs> we draw a line at one. Yeah, there's a line. Real people basically hit me is like <laughs> hit me is not romance, and oh, I think it's far. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but if but people are allowed to partake in like uh, dark media, <laughs> and not all boys love when we when we say boys love, we don't really we don't always mean romance or yeah. like anything like that sometimes it can be just like it's an adult media and yeah it's I an adult media it, yeah. it's so strange especially like now being on an age where like for example on tiktok it, bl is such like a problematic like discussion uh, on that platform at least from what i've noticed like people mm-hmm. are very touchy about this kind of stuff this kind of stuff has like existed and not just in 2d form like it's, it's existed in adult media and we, I felt like at least our generation, like we were able to separate like reality from fiction, and it's kind of mm. concerned me that some of the younger people, I I feel like they're kind of not able to see that line, yeah. like they're not able to separate it. Yeah, this is this is a topic I talk about a lot <clears throat> um, with others. Is that um, these these days? It's like people take their their fictional media at like face value mm-hmm. um and like i said i mean everyone is different and if <laughs> if there if there are things you're uncomfortable with you are very free yeah. to like, not read it no one are, no one is forcing you into yeah this stuff. and you are also free to not like it you are free to express that you don't like something or it makes you feel uncomfortable yes. or it upsets you that's what media is any any sort of media i just and, saw the um, line at pushing that personal feeling onto other people and it's yes. something that other people have to for some reason abide to your thing like I, I i i like understand like people wanting to be careful and like be more aware and like mm, I'm losing the word but like, <laughs> sensitive, like uh, being careful of other people's like triggers and such and i like i totally uh-huh. agree with that but i feel like it's gone to the point where it's gone too far where it's now just handicapping and something creativity in a way Mm -hmm. where like people aren't allowed to do so many things even though Mm -hmm. like a lot of that stuff is very subjective sometimes Mm -hmm. yes every um everything is subject like especially in art uh which (laughs) yeah i mean to the to it's very core bl is an art and um yeah i think that's that's where the problem lies is that 
there are people like even before um mm-hmm. in the in the uh the the dark age i don't want to say dark ages <laughs> but it kind of was it felt like the dark ages because yeah, it was yeah. so hard to, to obtain to obtain anything right and everything was really dark anyway but um there are people who cannot separate fiction from reality and like between like you and i um who started reading bl when we were younger and it wasn't like all ages bl or romantic bl it was like bl a little too old for us but (laughs) but um for so you know it does have an effect but for us we know that that's not reality um Mm -hmm. and like i had mentioned in like pre i i will mention this forever in every video probably there's a it's it's not real it's like a suspension of reality or a suspension or not a suspension of belief basically it's like Mm -hmm. because it's fictional there are things that aren't realistic period like you know um the reason these stories go so long is because there's like some kind of like a little inkling of um fantasy or high unrealistic uh situations because otherwise there is no story and you're literally just like smooch smooch fall in love like you know and it's boring after a while it's like yeah so many times exactly it's like listen i love the smooch smooch fall in love you know let's get married i get yes yes we love wow yeah we love it but like sometimes i want like beyond the tri-cornered window (laughs) yeah sometimes i want like a like a horror bl sometimes i want like a figure skating bl sometimes i want a mystery bl yeah it's like i want i want you know i want like a little more freshness you know what i'm saying like something little out of box yeah something something cool and like i'm all about that i'm all about like weird topics that sound like they shouldn't be together but i'm like i'm into that like but mash them together that's my that's my thing and I think another thing, uh, like, why it bothers me, like, why, about, like, how people are like, oh, I, I don't like this because it's problematic, like, but reality is not all perfect flowers and everything, and it's, exactly. and a lot of times mm-hmm. art does reflect some of it, like, of course, we shouldn't romanticize those negative things, but it mm-hmm. should be okay to depict it so that there could be this discussion, because if we censor everything, then there's never that discussion, and we never can improve or move on, mm-hmm. everything is just avoided. Mm-hmm. Yes, I I'm a I'm an advocate for um consuming your media media responsibly, yes. um because like I said when I go into like for example um like famously killing stalking I know <laughs> that it's like you know it's about a serial killer mm-hmm. who probably isn't actually gay and he is literally and he was (laughs) and he probably and he's like assaulting and killing and stabbing you know it's like there ain't nothing good here like you know i'm not i'm not looking i'm not looking for smooch smooch here i'm looking for the is he going romance (laughs) it's like is he going to escape the police like that's that is that is the plot line i'm I'm looking for i'm not looking for the smooch smooch i mean yeah it does kind of add like that adds tension and it adds like like, it's nice to see that here and there yeah but like you know exactly there are certain like i'm searching for something different there i'm not looking for romance in particular i'm looking for the story like veiled with yeah. the romance like, right you don't have to go into everything expecting just fluff like you, you yeah. can expect like as long as you know what to expect and you're agreeing and i guess to like mm. hey this is what i'm partaking in yeah fine. yeah it and sounds it- like, it sounds like i'm kind of like into the kink community and like consent is mm. a very important factor 
And another thing that I really like to live by is don't yuck my yum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like each, we all have our own personal taste and it, we shouldn't be like enforcing our own morals or our own taste and onto other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. Cause I have, I have also, um, I'm also like, uh, the BL book club leader and my friend's, Ooh. uh, discord server. Um, <laughs> because my friend isn't really like that into BL. Yeah. Um, so she was like, hey, do you want to, like, you know, be the book club leader? And I'm like, listen, this is my dream. So absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but I had said in there, I was just like, you know, I'm not I'm not going to shame you. Like, I don't yeah. really care. I was like, just be appropriate for the time and place. Right. It's like, yeah, like, don't bring it up around kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just like, I was like, well, this is act, like, you know, our, our BL book club is obviously an adult space. So we're not, I don't yeah. censor. And I, like I said, I was like, uh, whatever you like, don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, we can talk about, that's why this is here. Cause yeah. you guys want to talk about it. Cause, um, you know, I always meet a lot of people who like BL, like the, um, my friend's sister is actually like the co BL book club leader in the oh. server excuse me and um you know when I started talking to her about BL she was like I don't have anybody else to talk about it with because like none of my friends uh really like BL and it's like I'm not gonna like she you know she she feels like she's like oh I like feel like kind of shy to talk about BL and I actually like you know everybody the reason I actually like kind of started this podcast is because well first of all one uh, because of one of my friends who will be a guest later Ooh. and um, <laughs> and because I kept hearing that I kept hearing that they're like I don't have anybody to talk about yeah. yell with I'm like scared to talk about it and I was like yeah I'm a I'm a private like kind of per- well not super private but, you know, <laughs> I'm, there are things I'm a, like I'm like private about you know it's like even yeah. like you know and I'm I'm like I'm 30 years old so I just I just, I just talk about things. I just talk about things a little differently than most yeah. people. And so, you know, I've like, I liked anime at like a really young age. So it's like, I went through all the stages of like, oh, that's kind of weird to like, now it's really mainstream and like normal people <laughs> like it. Right. And it's the same thing with BL. Yeah. It's like BL is the same thing. And like, but BL is very polarizing yes, because, because it's not, not every, <laughs> yeah, not everybody agrees with it. You know, not everybody agrees. We don't really have like a, a, a general middle ground it's always very we're always very divided when it comes we, we, we to all the have BL our community. own like comfort levels and our own mm. different morals and we, mm. it doesn't all have to be the same for each person like everyone can have their own set of rules or whatever for themselves mm-hmm. yeah and so you know then I had another friend who was just like oh you know it's like do you guys like read BL and then like you know it's just like <laughs> it's just like kind of yeah, it just kind of yeah, it just kind of like took off and like you know we uh we accidentally started BL book clubs and stuff like that. But um, but basically, yeah, I, that's why I, I like started the podcast because I was just like I want people to kind of like talk about BL freely because even on again on TikTok, like you mentioned, it's like mm-hmm. people like to police each other, and I'm just like I'm gonna be real with you guys. It's like I don't know you, so. <laughs> So you can't, yeah, it's like, you can't police me. You can't police me because I'm a stranger on the internet. You don't know me. If you knew me, you would not police me like that. Yeah. You know, and I really give a a props to like, cause there are, there are definitely like creators on TikTok that I follow, um, Mm -hmm. like Liz's cafe or something. I can't remember her, her TikTok, but like she's Mm -hmm. very open and sharing like what Mm -hmm. the BL she uh, reads. And I think she even has like a whole series of like, 
BLs that are more problematic than Yarechin Beach Club, because that's like the one that everyone focuses on. And it, it's like, this is an adult media, and like, yes, like, I think the problem is because there are kids who are trying to like go into mm-hmm. these adult spaces and mm. then they want to like complain about all the stuff that they feel like they're being violated. It's like, but you're not supposed to be here. But this is not your space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that also is another um, big issue because it's like, you know, when I when I was younger and I got into I got into BL um, again, I definitely I definitely did not belong there. But I was a grubby, way too smart little child. (laughs) And I got my hands on on some some good goods that were not for me. And I will tell you, though, I never even tried to attempt to like approach oh no older i definitely people. yeah i was like no 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 because mm-hmm. i know that i am a small child like you well, know in, in I, the eyes of the law in the eyes of the law i am a small child for so well that mm-hmm. i think it was like up until the end of high school after we had all finished high school and everything my friends image of me was still this like sweet innocent like naive little girl that they're like oh we must protect her from the world and i'm like oh people think about that you know (laughs) people people still say that about me they're just like i'm I'm a very unassuming looking person i know that a lot of people assume that when they first meet me like before they Uh like start talking to me and then they Mm -hmm. like talk to me and they're like oh you're like well, you okay <laughs> yeah exactly like, yeah but i never um, pushed like if i found something like oh something that bothered me like i wasn't gonna go to an adult and be like hey you shouldn't be enjoying this thing even though it was made for you and not for me yeah no because that was that was something i learned when i was young it's like um it's basically mind your own business like you know <laughs> like i learned that really quickly when i was young because you know yeah mind your own business because you don't know me also like again i was a child if you're an adult i'm not gonna tell the adult what to do the adult is the adult if they want to go and gamble away 500 dollars on genshin that's their that's that's on them yeah that's on them yeah that's on (laughs) that's on them not on me you know and i think that's also another problem is that like right right now it's like everybody's like they want to make everybody's business their business and i'm just like man that's like that is the road to a mental breakdown. Like, you know, it's like... Because a lot of these kids grew up only know that knowing this age of the internet. They don't know what it was like prior. And so they feel like this need that everything has to be online. Everything needs to be shared. Everything has to have everyone involved for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I'm sorry to say, like, you know, what I... If I want to read Hit Me on Lezen... <laughs> I'm going to read it. <laughs> I'm going to read it. And that's my business, <laughs> you know. Uh, I have not read it yet. I think I only like, read like a couple pages. But it, the fact that it exists, it means there is an audience for it. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. No, exactly. Because like also, again, I I like to look upon media. Like I don't have, um, I don't have any particular triggers. I think like the, there's like a like very very few things I'm a little like uncomfortable with. But again. I will read I'm like, it. What what are my triggers? I, I think my yeah. only triggers are really stupid stuff. Like one is I hate jump scares. Um like uh-huh, a lot of uh-huh. times like we talk about horror and like I actually enjoy horror media. I just don't mm-hmm. a lot of times enjoy at least American film horrors because too much mm-hmm. of it relies on just jump scares and I don't mm-hmm. like that. But then like a lot of Asian horrors, like because then my friend's like, Wait, I thought you said you didn't like horror. Why are why are you watching this, this and this? I'm like, because it's not just 
giving me a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. The trigger I have is really stupid spiders. I can't. Yeah. Um, like mm-hmm. I can't even look at an image of one. Um, luckily, all of my friends are very aware of this, and they mm-hmm. are very mindful of it. But mm-hmm. like, I don't expect random strangers to be like. Go I get, out of yeah. their way to do yeah. that. <laughs> it's like they, you don't know me, so it's like if it's your, it, you know, it's not, it's you're not being malicious. You just don't know, yeah. so I'm not gonna like hold it against you, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think again, like I think the only thing, probably is like, I have to dig really deep here. <laughs> um. Recently, I read something kind of like, ooh, like like it, oh. kind, it, made, <laughs> okay. it made me go, it made me go like, ooh, like you know, um, and. I think it was just because it was, um, it was like very obviously supposed to kind of make me go, you know. Okay. Um, I, I don't I, know what that feels like because I can't think of one. That <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So I think it was like, what's the, I don't want to say it's guru per se, okay, but it is I kind of like, <laughs> yeah, because because the thing is, I'm not opposed to that. But I think it was just like in that particular, no, it was just like in that particular like story uh, when I, when I saw that, like, and it was only like maybe a page or two, right? I think it was just cause like sometimes I get really deep in it and then it's like, I kind of like, um, you know, when you try to put yourself in the character's shoes or you think kind of hard on the situation the character is going okay. through, yeah. like, I think it's like, I upset myself. <laughs> like, you know, that's why, that's why, yeah, that's why I was like, I'm not that upset by Guru. I, mm. but I am upset when it's like the situation is kind of like, oh, you know, and I'm like, and then I get a little like deep and I'm like, Ooh, that like would suck, you know? And then you're like, Ooh, that would be upsetting. Like, you know, and then like, it's just think- kind of like, the reason why I don't, I never have that, at least for certain genres, like particular girls or like anything that could technically be too disturbing, I think I'm pretty good with disassociating it with me and myself. So I never mm. like have those moments where I'm like, ugh. But the only time where I'm putting myself in there is like if it's an enjoyable situation. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm good at that too. Yeah. But I just have, sometimes I have moments. Sometimes I have moments and I'm like, ooh, man, that was a little. Yeah. And, and the yeah. thing is, sometimes like we, like maybe one day you'll like a series and maybe another day you're just not in, in the mood for it. You don't always have mm-hmm. to like the series all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, um, there's some, some webtoons I've read recently where it was just like, Oh, that was nice. And then like afterwards yeah. I'm just like, did I really think it was that nice? Or it's like the opposite <laughs> where it's like, I'm reading it and I'm like, what the heck? And then I finish it yeah. and I'm like, wait, JK, I changed my mind. You know, it's like, yeah. um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it takes a while for you to like decide, you know, and, and we're humans, like, our our feelings, our emotions, or even our morals can flux over time, so our opinions can change on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so, so, yeah, um, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, yeah, there's not that much, again, there's not that much that, like, I think the only thing that disappointed me about Hit Me was the fact that it was so short. I, I was expecting yeah. more. Actually, I'm yeah, like, you know, like, this because there's, there's only seven chapters of it and yeah like, it's only it's only seven that's yeah it? that's it there's nothing yeah. more <laughs> like, what yeah, happened? yeah. I, I was reading the creator's note and like most of the questions i saw that people had for the creators like oh are you gonna continue this is this gonna be something that maybe you'll do a spin-off series for <laughs> and, they're just like, uh... <laughs> and the creator's like i don't really plan to but like here's what this character technically could potentially like 
I guess the creator has like thought about like what would happen in the future, mm-hmm. even though they have absolutely no plans to continue it. Which kind of like mm-hmm. why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah I, I'm not... sure they have a good reason. Like maybe they have a better story that they're working on or something. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, like, as a, a, I did go to school for, like, uh, sequential art, so I essentially went to school for comic books, Um, and so we did have uh, a professor who she was, like, she was kind of, like, the manga professor, and so she was the one who would, she's just, like, here's what it is, like, you know, (laughs) you know, it's, like, and she even had, like, a day where she's, like, okay, we're all adults here, so today is the hentai class. If you want to draw hentai, she's like, <laughs> you take. Yeah. She's just like, I'm gonna teach you some techniques. Remember, it's not real. And here's the, it's, and I think she even like brought in like she was like, here, if you want to know how to like draw like squishy like bodies for hentai, it's like she's like, get some jello and then squish and then grab the jello and she's like and that's actually yeah. a good reference to how yeah. you should draw and i was just like she is so correct and i was I just like think about that <laughs> I, yeah i sadly like so i do have um fine arts background like i studied fine arts for my undergrad mm-hmm. and everything but the problem was i went to a school that wasn't like really art based i mm-hmm. went there because my parents had wanted me to study something different <laughs> yes of course as, Here I am as now. most uh-huh um, <laughs> So, because of that, like, most of the educators that I had were very, like, Mm anti-stylized styles. (laughs) Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. how else to put it. Um, It it was to the point where, like, I had a drawing class, I distinctly remember, where uh, we were supposed to just do, like, realism, I guess. Whatever about that. I was like, I I can do it if I want to. I don't really care for realism. That's just, like, I don't have an interest in it. I can do it if I want. Um, Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, everything I did, he was always like, oh, it's, it's too anime. I'm like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, you're um, like, am I too cartoony? Yeah, am I too, like, he wasn't yeah. very specific about it, and I, I, to this day, I love was, so we had our final, it was just to do, like, this giant portrait drawing, whatever, it was kind of, like, up to us, so I had decided to do, like, this big illustration of a friend of mine who used to be pretty big in the dramatic murder cosplay scene, Yes, a lot yes, of belly yes. Dramatic murder cosplays. So I yes. did this uh, like collage drawing of them. It was like five of their different cosplays on this one drawing. And I remember during critique, this guy literally was still trying to say, she is still too anime, blah, blah, blah. And I am so glad I had luckily shown a classmate of mine one of her photos. And my classmate literally cut him off and said, no, she actually looks like that. And then mm-hmm. he just went quiet. He couldn't say anything else. <laughs> Yeah, because sometimes it's like uh, people. If you want to help me teach, you need to do something. Like you, you gotta yeah. be specific. You can't just it's too anime and, and just end it like that. Yeah, because just like just like in BL, a lot of people have a lot of biases towards just like anime esque styles in yeah. general. I had a prof- I had a not a professor. She's also a teacher. I had a teacher in high school because mm-hmm. I went to I also went to an art high school, <laughs> but like she like I. I I just could not get along with the drawing teacher. Oh. So, and it's like she you know, I I if I could go back, I wish I just went back and just like mm. would just do the drawing classes all the way through, but it's like at that oh. time I just felt like very uncomfortable about it. Um, mm. you know, and also I'm like a teenage girl and of course I'm just like you tell me I can't yeah, yeah. do something I, I'm going to be very like, you know, it's like well then I'll just do something else, yeah. you know. Yeah, I got lucky during my high school though was um so the first 
uh, like two some uh, years or so that I took a drawing class. Luckily, it was a new teacher, but she was so loving. Like, I love her. She, like, really favored me, even though, like, my style was still very anime cartoon. She, she still loved it. She, like, always was showing off my work. And then, luckily, my final year, I our, it was for AP art class. I luckily, my teacher at that time is a comic book artist. I still have him on Instagram. I sometimes don't know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I still keep in contact with him, and the thing is, because he was a comic book artist, he was very open to me doing whatever I wanted, and so luckily, mm-hmm. that encouraged me to still keep doing what I wanted, even if I originally did not intend to go to college for it. Like, I remember when I told my professors, I mean, my teachers, where I was going to, and they, like, heard that I wasn't going into an art school, he was so disappointed, he's like... Mm-hmm. why are you going there <laughs> and you're and, just like listen I yeah. just, it just I'm, be like this. <laughs> I'm now in an art school for grad school and when I like had to go back to visit him and I was telling him and he's he was so happy he's like oh my god you're finally doing it yeah yeah you know my my dance teacher was the same she was like a very supportive person and like mm-hmm. she had said even if I hadn't even if I didn't become like a dancer in the end mm-hmm. she was just like she's like to your core you're like truly an artist and she's and I think she just like always believed in me and I'm just like thanks thank you <laughs> thanks yeah. fam and like you know some sometimes that's all you need you just need like a little encouragement or like yeah. a person who like just it's always nice in to have you. that one person yeah it's like no matter what they're just like listen I know what I want for you but what you want I want what you want for yeah. you and I'm like, like it's bless you <laughs> I, I feel like in the creative world uh, there's something I've talked about like with cosplay in general like or even any type of, like, artistic content creating or whatever, like, I know that a lot of people are constantly talking about, like, oh, it's so discouraging when you're putting all this work in and then, like, you're not getting any positive feedback or, like, any sort of recognition. Mm-hmm. And I know that it can be very discouraging for people. Mm-hmm. But then I think it's because a lot of people also forget the first person that you should be impressing or the first person who, like, you need recognition from is yourself. Mm-hmm. You need to, like like truly enjoy what you do because a lot of times and sometimes you might just fail and if you don't have that like passion or like true love for what you're doing you're gonna burn out yeah exactly and i i talked about that very recently too so um but actually you know that i'll bring this back so (laughs) this is this is actually something that um uh how do i say it does concern a lot of like korean webtoon artists a lot and this is a lot this is like really really rampant in like boys love i know that this is also rampant in like um the bigger series like the mainstream like um actiony series right um but it's more rampant in bl because bl fans i don't i don't know if like what the demographic is i don't know if they're older (laughs) or younger i don't know but um i had made a TikTok about this late into the night one night because I was feeling bold <laughs> and I had a really delicious drink and I was like, you know what? I'm mad. Let everything out. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad. So I made the TikTok and I like did not post. I never got to post it. Not because oh. I got scared, but because I just never posted it because I forgot. <laughs> I put it in the I put it in the drafts and I forgot. So I'm gonna say it here now. So there is like a really hard like har <laughs> there's a really like high disrespect audat like the audacity people have because they will go up to 
webtoon BL artist mm-hmm. and they will say to their face they're like I don't think your webtoon is worth me paying for it so I'm read it illegally and I'm like what? <laughs> and I'm like first of all it doesn't matter if you don't think so yeah. that artist is enti- is not entitled that artist is supposed to be paid for work that I- they make when they put it on a paid site yeah. to be paid for I, I feel I, like Okay, so I actually had this discussion with my cousin as well, where I feel like the reason why there's so many people who have that type of opinion nowadays is because with how things are on the internet, like with YouTube or whatever, people are so used to having content that is free. Mm-hmm. And it's gotten to the yeah. point where people are expecting things to be free. It's almost kind of like how back like when YouTube just like started being able to monetize and stuff like that people were saying like oh if youtubers were like doing brand deals it's like oh you sold out like mm-hmm. no it's like i gotta live creating the content like, <laughs> yeah people, people need to be I gotta live. pay the bills and stuff yeah or it's like when youtubers started making like patrons or something just so that they can keep running yeah it's like they're not selling out like they're just need they need to find a way to like make it through the day and if you truly enjoy their content and you want them to be able to keep creating that content then you should pay <laughs> it's like that's what it's like it's just like for example like no uh, you would never go into like a brand name store and be like i'm gonna just steal yourself <laughs> it's, like, yeah. no. it's like hey louis vuitton can i have this two thousand dollar bag for free <laughs> because because the guy next door um, across the street in front of the fountain he's giving away bags for free right. like that's the equivalent of what you're saying yeah, to, to webtoon and, artists and i see so many people doing that even and not with just like um webtoon artists but even like small businesses on like tiktok and stuff mm-hmm. like there's so many like um anime uh, uh makeup small businesses now where like i hear it so often where there are like they get customer comments like oh this this product is too expensive when like honestly it's not that expensive like they're selling it for really cheap in my opinion mm-hmm. a lot of times like especially if you're comparing it to these other brands that are in malls like you would never go into sephora and be like hey give me mm-hmm. discount yeah i think that the main thing too is so like the author i'm gonna specifically name them because it they're, it's pretty <laughs> it, <laughs> people kind of know this okay. the author of pian pian uh, I believe I believe their name is Seishin, but like that author is probably one of the strictest authors when it comes to like BL webtoons. Um, she literally like um, her fans also don't play. Her fans, mm-hmm. if they find any illegal like site, she they literally report to her. They like to <laughs> her, and I'm just like, but you know what? She is within her right to do that, yeah. and it's within her right to say I don't want my stuff on illegal websites and so you cannot find it anywhere she literally went to every illegal website and was like okay yeah and i'm gonna say i'm not i i'm not an elitist when it comes to money i'm not classist listen i'm a normal person (laughs) i'm like i'm like literally like barely i don't even think i'm considered middle class anymore I'm (laughs) I'm, i'm working class pretty much so like i I I know like the I like I'm I'm guilty as well of like okay so mm-hmm. reading on free websites I'm not mm-hmm. proud of it but like if I can whenever I can like I'm going to support the ones that I really enjoy by mm-hmm. buying it off their like 
legal websites, whether that's Pleasant, Happy Tunes, I forget what other ones are there out now. There's so mm-hmm. many now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, you know, when people, like, uh, people were, like, really pissed off at the author of Pian Pian, and, like, someone was I just, like, me. yeah, yeah, that, the, uh, her case is very famous because she's very outspoken about it, and people were just, like, your comic is not that good for me to be paying for it anyway, and I'm just, like, yeah, but you read it, you like, read you it, read it. It, it was good enough for you to good. read. Suddenly you don't want to. But see, that's the thing. And then that happened to, um, who was it? The author of Love Love for Sale. I love Love for Sale. <laughs> love, love for Sale. And then um, I have yet to read it, um, but it's Man of Virtue. Man of Virtue is also, you cannot I, find it anywhere. I did read some of it. Because uh-huh. uh, I remember when it first came out, I think I was keeping up with it at first. And then it was one of those ones where sadly, like I did slowly like, out of it i don't i don't know i kind of like mm-hmm. forgot to like ever go back and finish it or something mm-hmm. I yeah i have not <laughs> i have not started but those are three ones that like very prominently if you look for mm-hmm. them nowhere they're nowhere um, um yeah love for sale is very recent though but l- okay. that author like they were so pissed off at the author and then they started like reading like you know insulting her her plot line it and i was really just like people feeling entitled to yeah and i was and i was saying you know just because you're upset that the author no longer want like no longer is gonna like turn a blind eye to like the illegal websites um doesn't mean suddenly they're a terrible writer they're a bad artist it doesn't mean that it literally just means they have decided that they want to be paid yeah and and they will not deal with with piracy to make sure that it stays that way because because there's this is this is something i i say too so when it comes to manga, um, Japanese BL artists mm-hmm. don't care. Like for, uh, yeah. for the most part, they don't care because um, their method of payment, like the way their their work is paid for, is different. Yeah. Um, once they're published, that's the money. Yeah, right? that's the money. That, that's money. They they can eat. They can pay their bills. They can do everything. Yeah. When it comes to webtoons, webtoons are are famous for like if we thought manga artists were overworked <laughs> welcome to the world of webtoons yeah, like, okay I, I remember like killing stalking like the artist i can't remember their names but i remember the artist for killing stalking she was so overworked that i remember so many times like random weeks they'll just be like oh sorry we're postponing this week because yes uh-huh. again and i'm just like can like I, I understand that she needs to do this to make a living and stuff but at the same time i'm like i just wish that she could take a proper break so that yeah it's not constantly happening yeah because the problem with webtoons um is that so you know manga artists even shoujo artists who like post usually like once every two weeks or like once a month even yeah they have assistants you know yeah they have, um, they have whole teams yeah they have like shonen artists why do you think they do it weekly they got like 10 people <laughs> yeah. them. um and it's I, like I, I don't know like a lot of people or at least the younger people like if they realize that because i feel like it was more discussed about before i don't hear people talking about as much about manga artists having teams yeah because people are a little like they just like um to blindly consume i am am a person of knowledge which is why i get in trouble again why i get in trouble reading all that bl that people probably shouldn't read but but um yeah it's like people just don't like think about it right it's like they don't think about it they don't think about the workload and it's just like people see pretty art and they're just like oh you're just talented and i'm like nah, mm. i think it's because they do see it as art and they're like oh if you enjoy art or doing art you should do it because of the love of art 
like that the whole thing again about like oh you're selling that's out. great yeah that's great but also love like, don't pay the bills I, in any situation <laughs> yeah it's like uh yeah um i had i had a conversation with my friend earlier today and i was like you know people have to remember that they're humans first yes. and then they're artists second mm-hmm. so it's like if the human doesn't work the artist can't work either <laughs> so and then when you can't eat then like- then there's definitely no artists to to hang out so because so the the culture of overwork in webtoons is even worse because yes sometimes there is one assistant mm. or there's two but it's very common there's only one because they yeah. can't afford you got to pay your staff. Yeah, you know, like, they got to pay their staff too. Those people don't want free either. <laughs> yeah, because you know what? It's a lot of work. I would never make someone assist me doing comics um, and, for and free. The fact that they come out with these chapters sometimes weekly. And like, that's a lot of work, especially for one person. It, it was like, I could never, like, I can't imagine how they even managed to do that. Mm-hmm, yeah, and it's also colored. <laughs> it's oh, color yeah people forget yeah. That. it's like manga like technically manga artists like have it way better because like i i, I like yeah there are ones that do weekly now but mm. the more standard i feel like uh, i don't i don't keep up with how it is now with releases but like it's like a chapter a month and it's black and white like yeah there it still takes time obviously because it's a lot of pages and then there's the screen tones and whatnot but these mm. webtoon artists are doing full color and that does take like so much time i don't even know how some of them keep up with it Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like not to again not to downgrade like (laughs) any like any other artist or whatever but it is different because like again like you said in manga it's like we have things we have screen tones uh it's black and white you know there is you know we can figure out how to do it a certain way and also usually if you're serialized there's some kind of like pay already. Yeah, you know, yeah. So you're like, like you're like, so you're, I can eat. Have a <laughs> right? I can eat today. Um, with webtoons, like even if they use like things like even if they use like a background model or things like that, they usually have to draw the characters pretty much mm-hmm. like freehanded for the most part. I do know there are some artists that I'm not gonna say this particular artist because I do like their work and I don't ever want them to hear this about them. <laughs> uh, hear me say this, but they literally copy paste like three panels they look the exact same they just change the bubbles and literally like they do that I've, so often I've, I've seen a couple of like that were like at least even with like the background characters like I remember seeing a TikTok yeah. like, pointing it out where it's like the same three background characters yeah and it's again like, listen listen I I too I respect that I respect works. it I don't mind but as a, I did go to art college and I, it is my job. It was once my job to be like, I have to look at your art. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, objectively. I yeah. have to look at it objectively because otherwise I, I cannot produce art either. <laughs> it's like, I have to be able to see the things that are wrong or the things that are bad or the things that are poor habits. And it's like, listen, in real life, it doesn't matter. In real life, it does not matter. But in school, 
You have to mm-hmm. like act like everything. You got to know everything. You got to see everything. It's it, it's in me. It's ingrained in yeah. me. And that's that's where it comes from. But I will not tell you, the professional who's making money off of a webtoon. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're yo, um, right. Yeah, it's like uh, the, sur- the ellipsis is not uh, fully circular. I'm not going to tell you that because you know why? You're being paid to do it. I'm yeah. here. I'm here to pay you, you know? So webtoon artists um, mostly get paid by purchase right yeah. by like coin purchase whatever mm-hmm. ink purchase whatever website you use <laughs> read on tapas <laughs> and there's it's, so many now uh-huh i know and it's it's not the same as a manga author like i said the manga author once they're contracted they get like a a certain amount of pay and then like you know your sales etc but the thing is for the most part web artists their money just comes from chapter sales mm-hmm. like you know and which sucks because you know i know people want to like say like can't i just have like um you know who's really good at it two mix has a vip membership oh yeah so it's like you can do like a three months i think or like a yearly um i had paid for like a an uh, a subscription um, I recently okay. canceled it because, like, I just I wasn't using it that much. I might resubscribe yeah, again, but it's like, yeah. But um, you know, and Two Mix is a is a website I will go deep into later because <laughs> okay. uh, they're oh, interesting. I'm gonna have to look into that. One. <laughs> yeah, Two Mix is very interesting. It's it's a whole world. Um, but places like Lezen yeah. or like um, Tapas, not really, because Tapas is actually a little kinder. But like, um, who was uh Tap Tappy Tune? Yeah, Tappy. I like Tappy Tune, but like Tappy Tune is of the same um thing. But um, these the the chapters are expensive, uh, because you have to buy them one at a time. Yes. Um, you can't really buy them in bulk. Um, if you buy them in bulk, there's there's never a discount. You know, yeah, the um, only thing they give you is like those like points that you can use when ex- you purchase more. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, and and the points sometimes aren't even that much. Like you know, they're like, oh, if you get <laughs> if you get enough points, you can buy the ninety nine cent. So I still have to buy something. Yeah, you still have to buy a big sum. <laughs> yeah, so it's just very um, you know, it's just very rough it's really it's really rough for for webtoon artists because it's like as customers it's hard for us to decide you know me right i do i do pay for some lesson coins every once in a while because Mm -hmm. i i i used to pay so um i pay for pian pian i pay for love for sale not not every week um, sometimes I wait like a couple weeks and then I, I buy, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but I do pay yeah. very loyally. Mm-hmm. I pay for lo- uh, Lost in the Cloud. Every Friday. I, have, I haven't read that one, actually. Yeah. Every Friday I pay for it and it's every Friday I will pay. There's I will pay that money. There's a couple that I, I have mm-hmm. been that way for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the top ones I'm I can't think of on the top of my head right now are not BL though. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But um, still same method, right? Yeah. So, but I pay for Lost in the Cloud almost every Friday. I love it. Um, this is my advertisement for today. Um, please read <laughs> Lost in the Cloud. It is so good. There's no romance yet, but the yes. plot. <laughs> oh, 
And also, since we're talking about the problematic episode, you know, we're the problematic <laughs> episode right now, um, and the and the and the uh, uncomfortable topics episode. Um, Lost in the Cloud is is actually a good um, series to talk about when we talk about like uncomfortable topics and characters who aren't good. You know, yeah. um, there's one morally good character. He's like a sunshine boy. Bless him. I don't know. He might be Yandere Letter. I don't know. We'll find but- out. But even, yeah, even the main character is, like, when you find out his backstory and stuff, I won't, again, I won't go too deep, but, like, when you find out his backstory, you kind of realize it's, like, ah, he's not, like, a complete victim, he's not a complete, like, he's not completely um, guilt-free. Yeah, yeah, which I think is nice that we are getting more of those kind of characters, because that is more realistic honestly like Mm -hmm. no one is a hundred percent guilty because otherwise you're freaking saint at that point (laughs) Uh yeah because you know you know that's also another thing i've noticed recently where they're just like oh i won't read any bl that's toxic or any bl that depicts Mm -hmm. anything negative because listen okay i talk about this i talk about this webtoon a lot on this podcast too cherry blossoms after winter is is like a dream like it's not even a dream it's literally like Taesung is a 99.5% perfect man. He's not real. <laughs> he's like no. he's like Hirotaka from uh Wotokoi. Yeah. He's like uh, uh Miyamura from Horibia. Like those dudes, they're not real. They're they will not they don't they don't exist because they're perfect. You know, they're they are saints. <laughs> like, you know, it's like the, the, those are dudes that like you dream about. Those are not yeah. real there men. There are two ideas. Um, uh, uh, and talking about that, like, there are so many uh, shoujos that romance are depicted so perfectly. And I feel like there are some younger kids who maybe grew up reading those. And, and, and that can give them false hopes of, like, oh, this is what mm-hmm. a loving relationship should be. Like, like, it should always be flowers and stuff. And I have a friend who, because <laughs> of this, really dislikes shoujo as a hobby genre because he mm-hmm. feels like it's too idealized mm-hmm. yeah and- but for me um when it comes to shoujo too i like i have a mortal enemy she's she's like my my my, my favorite mortal enemy mm-hmm. i talk about her a lot too uh yuatase yuatase she her depictions of of uh shoujo men like i <laughs> I have such <laughs> I have such an issue and I can talk about her here because she actually made a BL. Oh. Uh, she made she made a BL back in the day. It's it's uh not many people know about it unless you delve really deep. Uh it's called Sakuragari. But basically um yeah, no, you're right. It's like I I understand why your friend would be like I dislike shoujo as a whole because yeah. of like the it's, unrealistic it's too idealized. It's, yeah. Which I think is like the same topic that where like a lot of people say like oh like Disney cartoon has given me like these impossible expectations mm-hmm. of what a boyfriend should be like blah blah, blah stuff like that mm-hmm. but it also it's, it's also pretty telling of us because this is also rampant in bl where we make the jokes that like oh bl men aren't real <laughs> but they're per- they're ideal but again it's ideal and this is another um topic at hand is 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 that sexism right because <laughs> because um a lot of a lot of the argument with bl2 is that because a lot of women write mm-hmm. boys love um fetishizing. We, yeah, first of all that's fetishizing yes there are people like that yeah. but there's also the the thing of like oh 
the role like gender roles right yeah. where it's like oh well that one is obviously the woman in the relationship and that one is the man and i'm just like but that's not a thing that's not, like you that's know that's not how that works like if you you were like actually familiar with real life queer relationships you will know that a lot of time like yes there, there will be some where there is like a more feminine one of the two partners mm-hmm. and there is a masculine mm-hmm. but that's not always the case and it didn't have to mm-hmm. yeah exactly so i do understand that part of um the bl conversation where you know we worry if is this fetishizing is this not is this like unrealistic but again i also say that like to an extent things will be unrealistic right it's just like, how it's fiction. <laughs> this is not Nonfiction. <laughs> yeah, it's fiction. Like again, I said earlier, you have to consume your media responsibly. It's like you have to remember this is not reality. Yeah. Like, right? And it's like if you choose to to think that this is reality, wow, you got a you got a long road. Yeah. <laughs> you but got a long I, road I ahead of you. I only think it becomes like truly problematic when people actually take it out into their like day to day life and like put it into action, like if they were to copy the actions in these fictional stories, like then, yeah, mm-hmm. you should not be doing that. But because yeah, exactly. again, there should be that difference between fiction and reality. Like mm-hmm. they should not <laughs> be the same. Yeah. Cause like, um, who, who was, I was reading, <laughs> I was reading, um, the, the man who defies the world of BL. Um, and there's a, it, it's a parody that goes through like a lot of the tropes in boys love manga and the main character is straight but he knows that he lives he's like self-aware oh, that he yeah. lives in a b in a bl world you probably yes, heard, yes, of it. I, I, I heard of it I, have, I don't think i've actually read it but i have definitely heard of it mm-hmm. it has a it has a live action too so like people have been watching the live action live action bl that's that's another topic. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a different topic for another day but some of them and then some of them are pretty enjoyable yeah, in there he talks about like you know the the funny tropes of of uh you know he's like I know I live in a BL world he's just like this is reality <laughs> he's like but I like girls yeah and it's like um but yeah he goes through all the parodies you go through everything they even go through the Fujoshi in the boys love trope in fiction it's funny okay it's in funny. fiction it's funny because it's just like I'm obviously in a BL I'm obviously not gonna date these characters because they're obviously gay yeah right and they're in love with each other obviously it's fine whatever in real life you you cannot be doing that like that's not a thing that's not a thing you should do because it's very disrespectful first of all it's one thing when you ship two characters who are fictional mm-hmm. i draw the line at shipping real people which i mm-hmm. feel like at least nowadays being on the internet more i feel like i see that happening a lot with whether that's gamers or just two people on tiktok i feel like it happens way more often because for some uh, for the younger audience that line between reality and fiction is blurred to them i feel Mm -hmm. like some of them do kind of step across that barrier as well where they're starting to like see these real people as these fictional characters and then they start shipping real people Mm -hmm. which i'm like yeah yeah you know i so I have a have a, a long as long as my history of anime is my history of K-pop 
almost as long. <laughs> and and let me tell you, so I I will not hide it. I am I'm obviously like a BTS fan. Yeah, yeah. But but in the BTS fandom, so it's it's become very uh, overgrown and very wild these years. Mm-hmm. Uh, these I these past few years, I definitely have. I'm not like super into mm-hmm. K-pop, but like I like growing up Asian, of course, and everyone just being into K-pop around me. Like I know enough. <laughs> Where, like, I know more than, like, the average day-to-day person. And I definitely have seen how the culture and community around it has evolved. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, um, K-pop in itself is an, 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 a completely, insanely different so um, fan, fan culture. <laughs> that could be a whole thing on its own. But I will talk about how there is a very large subculture of people shipping K-pop idols. And yes. in it, it's gone even more rampant. <laughs> it's really, it's very, it's a very touchy subject. And so, but I will tell you, so I, I was involved in like, um, not really involved. I'm more of like a, a spectator, if that makes mm-hmm. sense, of the BTS like artist fandom because mm-hmm. within within the BTS fandom itself, we are very even even when we were smaller. Yeah. We were still very divided. We were very divided even when we were like the tiny <laughs> the tiny <laughs> fandom. We're not tiny anymore. But no. when we were t- when we were like a tinier fandom, there was already our subcult we already had our subcultures. And the mm-hmm. thing is like there were like the normal people like the quotation marks norm, <laughs> normal oh, people. Yeah. yeah, there were they're just like we like the music, we like the boys. The casuals. We, yeah, we might be borderline saucing stalker fans, you know, that, that's, that's that corner. Yeah. And then there's like, um, I hung out with like whoever, you know, I'm just like, whoever's cool is fine. Yeah. So um, then there's the section of fan artists, mm-hmm. uh, writers, and then, and then fan, fanfic, you know, like, so, yeah, fanfic, so yes, the ship, the ship, the shipper area, but you know what, I'm going to tell you. So this was very, this was kind of like an unwritten rule. Mm-hmm. Um, because BTS are real people. Yes, they are real um, <laughs> Artists, a lot of the artists and writers, they would go out of their way to block BTS's accounts. Oh. Um, and and block them from anything because they were like, if they ever ran into our media, <laughs> we don't want them. First of all, we don't want them to be uncomfortable, and yeah, we don't uh, want uh, them to see it. If they don't want to see it, they don't need to see it. Yeah, that and that goes with the whole like consent topic again. Like they mm-hmm. didn't consent to see this, even though yes, definitely in K-pop culture, I feel like there's a uh, um like a big thing with them giving that fan service where they're feeding into the shippers. Yeah, it's it's like, the it, again, it's that very blurred kind of line. That's, that's why K-pop does get very tricky when it comes to shipping. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the one on where like because normally I'm very like anti-shipping real people but i like mm-hmm. kind of understand that they are using it towards their type of marketing and i'm like okay they in a way for to that extent they have in a way consented to it i guess in a way because they're feeding into it mm-hmm. so i kind of like just don't I, I guess like in a sense like to a certain level turn a blind eye to it mm-hmm. but the, yes like when it comes to the extent where like it gets to like really questionable stuff then like maybe you should not mm. throw it in their faces because um I, I i don't remember like which actor it is but i remember there is a i want to say was it 
The Witcher or something. I have a friend who's in a uh, server for it on Discord, and they had mentioned where, like, one of the actors, I think, was, like, in the server, and someone tried to show them some of the questionable art, and I'm like, oh, why would you do that? Yeah, it's like, they were not okay with that. <laughs> like, See, it's, it's one thing if the if this let's celeb i'm gonna call them the celebrity the celeb, yeah if they <laughs> if, decide to go out of their way to look for this to look order, for it they or they have, ask you for it yeah, it's like, fine if they verbally have like consented to like people doing this that's one thing but it's kind of another thing when they never asked for it <laughs> and mm. then for you to go out of your way and be like hey look at this thing it's like you realize that that other person you're shipping them with in reality could be their friend, their coworkers, like that, mm-hmm. and that could be uncomfortable for some people to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, uh, personally, like um, my best friend and I used to make jokes back when we had like a, a YouTube group, right? <laughs> we used to say like, "Oh, you know, we don't care." So we like to we we used to talk about and we'd be like, "Oh, I wonder how like you know, uh, if we ever get." youtube famous you know how like people, yeah. it's like we're like oh how do people you know how people ship people how do you like who do you think the ship definitely have right. had that kind of discussion yeah. in topics with like our yeah. uh, like this current friend group that i have or even my past friend group like we've jokingly shipped each other with each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that but that's yeah. like but that's the comfort that's a, level that's a comfort thing that we have yeah. that like each individual person to. yeah each ind- individual person chooses, and not every right? person's friendship is supposed to or has to get to that level or point mm-hmm. ever because because again they could be uncomfortable for any reason like it doesn't even have to be like a bad reason it's just sometimes there are things that make you there uncomfortable are, yeah and, it's just people's boundaries Everyone yeah has and their it's own like boundaries and you exactly. should respect it yeah so when it comes to like again like you and me and our friend groups we're like whatever do it bro whatever. right <laughs> but you know, when you're a celebrity and or like when you're trying to ship celebrities or people in real life and they're like, we don't want to see that. Yeah, like then you, don't, you don't you know. personally know them. So you never like they have never verbally or like any way consented to it. Mm-hmm. Then you shouldn't do it. <laughs> and if you do, don't show it to them. <laughs> yeah. In the in at the bottom line, it's inappropriate because they are not your friends. They, they are, are not your homies they're not close to you they don't know you and it's it's inappropriate it's not your place to do that and i feel like it happens even more with like youtubers or gamers and i -hmm. I, like i've listened to like certain youtubers podcasts and they talk about or like it's because they do share so much of their lives on youtube or social media whatever to the Mm -hmm. point where there is a younger generation who grew up only knowing the internet they almost feel like they know that person Exactly. And they forget it's that, like, no, they're only seeing a very uh, filtered uh, part of this person's life. That you're exactly. only seeing what they have chosen to show you. So you don't truly actually know these people. Or, like, for example, the whole Shane Dawson thing. People, because they saw so much of him online, they thought they knew who he was. And then, well, clearly, people don't truly know what he was because in the moment something finally problematic shows up, they're like, they feel betrayed. But it's mm-hmm. like, but. He, he never said he was this perfect person. People kind of put this expectation. I'm not defending him because I don't agree with the whole thing. That <laughs> well, happened, no, but, like, but example. But yeah, no, you're you're right because they they decided he was one way when he was never like that, <laughs> and <laughs> and then when when their disappointment came, they they acted like it was 
it was the biggest crime, right? Yeah. Um, people on the internet don't owe you anything. They don't owe you explanation. Of course, like, when they do something that is objectively really bad, then, like, yes, mm-hmm. we should definitely call them out for it. We should ho- hold them accountable. But when these people are like, I feel so betrayed, like, but why? <laughs> it's like, yeah, like, it's like they're not, they're just a stranger. In the end of the day, it's like, it's, um, it's that parasocial relationship, again, parasocial relationships, yeah. um, parasocial relationships. It's like, it's another, it's another form of reality and fiction, right? Ooh. But it's hard with a parasocial relationship because you are communicating with a real, a real person. person. Yeah. And so that's where the boundary becomes blurred again because yeah. you have created something um, in your own mind that you are kind of convinced of because you see it it's in a real person because <laughs> it's a real person so and I think that also again brings it back to the whole like when we read BL or like in when people read BL or like those shows or those romances that probably aren't good things to um uh wish to adhere to yeah Yeah. wish to adhere to those are things that you probably it's like those are things that should just be taken as like a it's a made-up story right i I feel like that's like the thing where like people talk about problem quote-unquote problematic bls and they're like blah blah blah, you're you're romanticizing like i'm not romanticizing it i can enjoy it without romanticizing it if Mm. you're romanticizing it then maybe that's Mm. a topic and discussion that you need to figure out with yourself but yeah it sounds like a you problem (laughs) at that point point, that's a you problem um yeah because because again it's like the romanticization of like um what was it killing stalking right there were people who would romanticize killing stalking when many many times the author's just like it is not a romance (laughs) and 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 cookies is like it's not a romance it's it's literally not a it's not a romance it's like it is a psychological thriller. Like it's a like psychological I've heard thriller. That, like reminder so many time and time again. Yet people still there are some people who can't draw that line. Yeah, because also again, people maybe they maybe those certain people shouldn't be reading. <laughs> yeah, and again, so listen, like I read it right. Yeah, and and I read I read it recently. I didn't. I didn't read it as it was updating. So I read it like a a bit ago. Yeah, I read it a bit ago. Because um, also at the time when when Killing Stalking was really popular, um, I had been like, I cannot start reading Webtoons yet because I was very, (laughs) I was like, I will get nothing done. So I went a long time without without, um, reading Webtoons for a really long time. So, um, but I I read it recently and I read Killing Stalking. And yes, the, the, the brilliance of Killing Stalking is that as you're reading it, you too are confused. Yeah. Right? You too are confused. I like yeah. that. I was like not yeah. knowing what to expect next. Like, I have this one expectation, but then it doesn't play out that way. Like, and I enjoy that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like you are also, you get emotionally confused. You get a little <laughs> like, you know, you're morally confused. And like, and that listen. Is okay. <laughs> yeah, and listen, I love, I love Sung Bae, like MVP forever, right? But you know, <laughs> towards the end, I felt sympathy. I did yeah. feel sympathy because I was just like, you know what? This is really sad because yes, this, okay. You <laughs> having a bad past does not mean you are allowed to go and kill people. No. Right. Like, it's one thing to understand someone. And then there's another thing where, where it's like, are I, I'm like, 
I'm not an apologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so- Sangwoo, yes, I'm sorry. Burn. <laughs> like, you know, burn Sangwoo. Like, you know. And, you know, um, a lot of people um, really say, like, uh, what was the word? Oh, with with uh, Yoonbam, mm-hmm. it's like people are like, oh, poor Yoonbam. And I'm like, yes, but you have to remember something. You forgot he Yoon- broke into this dude's you house. You forgot that Yoonbam is, is like a hard stalker. Like, Yoon-bum? People forgot that first chapter. <laughs> you guys forgot a step here. Like, you know, and Yoon-bum is also like, um, how do I say? Uh, he is a very pitiful character and that's probably yeah. where the sympathy for him comes yeah, from. Yeah. But Yoon-bum, remember, I, it did not leave me. Yoon-bum, if he had gone to anybody else's house, this would have been a completely different story. Yeah, very he went different to- story. But he went to the serial killer's house. That's why. He picked the wrong person, right? And it's like, you know, this could have been a cop romance drama with Sung Bae. Yeah, but, but there are so many but, different ways it could have gone, of course. He yeah. just picked the wrong person. He picked the wrong man to love. You know, at the end, you know, I felt, again, great sympathy because there is no happy ending here because in no. the end, <laughs> in the end, Yoonbum didn't actually have anybody because even yeah. if even if that girl right decided hey i'm very apologetic and i want to make it up to you for the bad things i did too in the past it didn't matter because in his mind she was already the worst person yeah. in his life and also he he stabbed that other girl think like in his mind confusing her or the other girl you see oh, so i'm yeah, just like man cool. he is he's, he's gone also a very morally gray character he's not uh-huh. the 100 percent victim exactly yeah and i was like again i feel sympathy and i feel bad okay. i feel i feel bad for the situation but when it comes down to it both of them like, probably it's one thing th- to understand where they're coming from or why they do certain stuff but mm-hmm. it's another thing to excuse it mm-hmm because also we have to remember too, and like that's why at the end I did feel again sympathy because Yunbum, all everybody in his life was just like it's all right, you know, it's just let him do it or um what do you call it? It's like oh you're gross because I'm gonna take it out on you because I can make you look bad because I need to look good. Like you see, yeah. Yunbum lived a very pitiful life, and because he could never stand up to anybody because of whatever trauma, blah, blah, blah. Um, He, you know, he ended up being a stalker. (laughs) And, and Sangwoo would, which we're not using him being a stalker, but (laughs) yeah, it's like, but Sangwoo too, it's like, you know, again, honestly, I'm gonna say it. They belong with each other because <laughs> because because they're both, both very both morally gray, morally bankrupt. And honestly, I'm like, yeah. I mean, yes, Sungbae, get your job back, live your life, live good. But um, the story was mostly about Don't the wrong house Yoon, again. Yeah, it was about Sangwoo and Yoon and Yoon Bum. So um, so yeah. And again, that's that's. That's why I would tell people to read Killing Stalking. But if you want a boy's love, like a romantic one, do not read Killing Stalking. Read Killing Stalking if you like dark crap. Yeah, wrong genre. So, um, sorry, I went on. I had to go on my rant because I swear I keep hearing people being like, "Oh my gosh, you and Boom and Sangwoo, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Listen, in the end, I could kind of be like, maybe Sangwoo was just." 
psychopathically in denial. Yeah. I could I could even give you yeah, that. Yeah. I'll give you that, right? As my cousin, sorry, as my cousin <laughs> Nani would say, Sangwoo is a homophobic homosexual. Yeah. Because the author had once said, Oh, Sangwoo is um a homophobe um a homophobic heterosexual. Yeah. And like but but my cousin had said she was just like, Are you sure he's not just both? Like, because that's possible. <laughs> yeah, and I was yeah, like, ah, and I was like, you know, because that's true, you know. And also, Sung was a psychopath. He did now. <laughs> yeah. Killing stalking is a very interesting study on, like, you know, many things. Like, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it evokes something in people emotionally. <laughs> and also, <laughs> it, it makes them, it also makes, you know, again, there's, it divides people, right? It's like me, I'm just like, I see it analytically. I see the greatness of the writing, you know, yeah. the, the moral like I, I can grayness. Look at it objectively yeah. while still enjoying <laughs> And then and then there's the other side where it's just like, oh, woo, like romance. I'm like, no, 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 no. Bring it back a little bit. Bring it back a little bit. And I, again, I will not, if that's how you feel, I, I guess I won't shame you, I guess, but uh, yes, I'm, I'm shaming you. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, the, the idea of like fiction and reality and just like people trying to, people take it out on BL a lot. And I don't know why they take it out on BL a lot, but when, but when somebody puts on a Naruto or Akatsuki like outfit and then they live their, their little daydreams in real life, you don't say a word, right? I'm like, but suddenly I like BL. Suddenly I'm like, what, (laughs) what do you think of me? Like, you know? Yeah. Um, you know so it's it's right yeah it's just it's like and again it's why like bl um to me is like bl is like such a fascinating subgenre in itself because okay. it's just so it's so expansive and like i said it it really evokes a lot of like strong feelings in, in people so that's also another reason I find it like so fascinating and why I'm so into it. And it's not just because, again, not just because the boys smooch, but <laughs> there's just so much, so much we can like learn from it just yeah. as a genre, right? Yeah, and, and I feel like I've also heard from like so many like female, um, like other female readers and stuff on TikTok or whatever, like when they talk about it, it's like, there's not like yes we have a lot more gls and of course even a straight couple romance whatever but the types of stories that they have is very different when it comes to bl and it's not like any really an equivalent when it comes to story type and style when it comes to gl or straight romance mm-hmm. couples and stuff like BL is very different in the types of stories that it has created mm-hmm. yeah because you know I uh I really want to expand my my knowledge of girls love as well mm-hmm. but it's just so hard because every time I'm just like hey can you guys give me recommendations they literally always say read citrus and i'm like i have read citrus i do not wish to read it again <laughs> and i was like i do not wish to read it again and also that is the only thing i've been recommended for like years you know is there anything else and then yeah. every other one is like a doujin or yeah. like or, you know it's like oh one of my favorites well it, it didn't start off as a gl but it now has a side story that is a gl mm-hmm. is sadistic beauty 
Mm-hmm. I I also find sadistic beauty so interesting because so it started off on Lezen, mm-hmm. and then I believe there were some issues with how Lezen was paying the creator or whatever. Mm-hmm. I remember there was like this ongoing thing where they weren't paying her correctly or not enough. I don't I don't I don't mm-hmm. quite remember it, but they she had a lot of ongoing, and I remember because that so many times like it was going on hiatus for a while and then be back and then. For a while, we thought that it was gone off of Legend. For and I was so disappointed because I remember uh, they had put up the notice. They're like, "Oh, blah blah." blah. I, don't, I don't remember if they even gave like a proper explanation, but they're like, "Oh, uh, for to unfortunately, some stuff happened, and so the series is being discontinued." I'm like, "You cannot do this to me right now." <laughs> oh my god! It ended at yeah. such a good part too that I'm like. You cannot be doing this to me, right? Yeah, you're now. like, you gotta be kidding me, bro. I remember I literally was like, I, I need to see, like, is there somewhere else I can, like, see what, what happens next? And I remember going on a deep dive onto, like, Twitter. I found the artist on Twitter. And then, like, mm-hmm. did I did find, like, one Chinese, no, no, one Korean, like, Webtoon website that, like, I had noticed that there was still a couple more chapters. I'm like, we never got that. Mm-hmm. Where can I find it so I can read it? Because, like, as much as I wish I could learn another language, I've attempted. I'm terrible when it comes to learning different <laughs> languages. Uh, I, I really respect people who can learn different languages, and I wish I could do that. But I'm like, I know I can't. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so where can I like see these extra few chapters, even if, if there is nothing after? Like, if I can just get a few more chapters, I don't care. I need this in my life right now. Exactly. And then I remember, like, months or even half a year later, it suddenly shows up on Tappy Tune. Tappy tune. It's on there tune. now, and I was so happy. I'm like, I need my Italy, like figure out where did I leave off, where can I, like which chapter I need to continue off of, mm-hmm. and then the main story has concluded, mm-hmm. and then now there is a side story that's ongoing on Tappy Tune, and I believe on the Korean one there's even a side story B, which is a Bo. We love the, side story the, B. The, the first side story is a GL, and I I really personally enjoy it because, so, Sadistic Beauty starts off, I can't remember characters' names because I'm also terrible with names, even when it comes mm-hmm. to real people. Um, but the main girl, so she is a sadist, and yes, mm-hmm. there's definitely some very morally questioned stuff that happens within the story. Of course. Um, of but there is one, this one other female who is a submissive, and she she is very like what's the word like she really cares about appearances of her partner mm-hmm. and because the main character is this very beautiful uh, woman she wants to be with her however the character the main character because of some like personal issues she emotionally is not available and she tries to make that very clear to any sub that she is with like hey i'm not suited out for a relationship kind of thing and even though then, like, people still try to throw themselves at her because she's so gorgeous and whatnot. But side story A, uh, this is after that one girl who was trying to throw herself at her, finally, I guess, like, decides to move on, and she finds another very beautiful, attractive lady who happens to be blonde, mm-hmm. who physically is her type. Mm-hmm, Character-wise, mm-hmm. is a little questionable. <laughs> she's, like, thrown off, like, what is with this girl? But then she... Like, after a while, they sexually get together, and, like, they, they're they getting along. Um, I did see that they will be having a side story, B, which continues off with the main character's ex. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he he gets himself in some very deep, very problematic <laughs> shit. I will say that. Um, I'm, I'm I'm like trying to keep spoilers to a minimum because I want you to, or no, anyone who wants to read this to like wants you to read it. Sue wants I, you to read the series. Yeah. Um, and I I love how very like the the how they deal with um homosexual relationships. Like they're very like hey, this is a thing. It's like there's so many moments where it's like a guy and a girl and a guy and a guy, girl and girl, but then also like with Polly, like they're they have moments of threesomes and they're very casual about it. And I think I enjoy when media like for example, Yuri on Ice. Mm-hmm. Yes, clearly it is um a homosexual relationship. But they're very like chill about it. Like they don't mm-hmm. make it a deal to be like, Hey, these two are gay. Like it's just they are who they are. Like, they're very casual about, like, and try to normalize that type of relationship. And I feel like Sadistic Beauty kind of, in a way, does that. You know, yes, there's some stuff that happens in the story line that is very questionable and very morally gray <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. when it comes to, like, consent, that kind of stuff. But it's fiction, so I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I like how, like, there's, like, literally a scene where she, like, walks in on one of the other guys with this other dude, and she's like, oh, this is a thing now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I like those kind of moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Any any time, um, a series is just kind of like, hey, I'm gonna present something that's usually like taboo Alarming. or seen or seen kind of like who like you know, and they're just like, yeah. it's right, it's it's BL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like so, in this fictional world, this is just. This is fine, you know. This is good, (laughs) and you know, again, that's just something I appreciate because, like, you know, I always, I always want to explore like varieties of things, and I want, I want my genres to be expansive because, you know, when when genres become too um, narrow, Mm -hmm. uh, then 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 there's nothing left for me to read. There's no reason for me to be there. Yeah, then become. It's not as engaging anymore if everything is too predictable. You're just like, oh, it's just another one. Yeah. Oh, and also good news. If you are someone who reads more on lesson and you want to read Sadistic Beauty, it is back and continuing on lesson as well. It, it is behind compared to Tappy Tunes, so mm-hmm. that's, that's up to you. But if you, for example, want to support the artist um, legally, get it and you don't want to be paying for two different websites, that you can continue it on Lesson now. You got options. <laughs> yeah, you got options now. Like, yes, they're behind, but it's available. It's there. It's a possibility. Yes. You don't have to open, pay for two different websites. <laughs> yes, open open, and expand your horizons. <laughs> I, I personally had loved the series too much, that so I'm like, it's on another website? Which, which site do I have to put my card information on? <laughs> You're like, let's go. <laughs> With that, we can end this episode Yay. with the GL with the GL <laughs> topics. <laughs> so before we go, do you have anything to plug, Sue? Um, I guess I'll just plug my own stuff. So I am on Instagram and TikTok, both at Rotten Core Arts and Rotten Core Cosplays. And then check out my Maid Cafes. There's Dreamland Maid Cafe on Instagram and TikTok as well. And then there is Maid Academy Cafe on Instagram. And they also have other linked um instagram accounts for example for people who are cat lovers and want to support 
um, a really cool program that is always constantly trying to foster and save kittens off the street. They also have a thing for that. And of course, check out our Love Live Dance group. Let's <laughs> go! Epicotica, woo! Epicotica, woo! At uh, Instagram. Instagram. We do have a TikTok, <laughs> but and I feel like we really need to work on it. We're working on it. Yeah, we're working on it. We'll, we'll um, work on it once we're all physically together. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, well coming soon on TikTok. <laughs> coming soon. Follow us. Um, and with that, so I want to thank Sue for joining me today. And um, you can find me on at a fish planet on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. I do t- stream on the twitch.tv. <laughs> and I also have a YouTube that takes me forever to update because I'm a one man show. but follow me there on leo's notebook thank you for joining us today thank you to sue once again for being my very lovely guest and be happy stay healthy keep smooching (laughs) with them boys and i will see you guys or Or girls and i'll see you guys next time